Welcome back to Critically Incorrect, your weekly gaming podcast. I'm your host, Online ZHD or Brandon, here today with Charles. If you want to say hi. Hello. So yeah, a little bit of you know update here right at the very beginning of the podcast. Uh, so currently, um, yeah, just an update on everything going on. So first of all, Justin is no longer going to be a main member on the podcast. Uh, this is sadly just due to things going on with his personal life and also just a lack of you know really passion for gaming news. I, I'm sure a lot of you could tell um, watching the podcast and listening to it. Um, the other thing is the fact that I'm going to be moving to uni next week. And this has kind of sprung up on me suddenly. I thought I had a few more weeks, but it got moved up. And that's fine and all, but obviously, given the situation with you know time zones, we still got to figure out when we're going to record this thing. So it's up in the air whether or not we're going to have an episode out for the next few weeks here as we kind of get you know transition in the process of finding the new normal for the podcast. Um, additionally, it'd be nice to also get a third member eventually, but obviously, we want to make sure we're stable with the two of us as you know we are currently before we move on. So yeah, some updates there, and yeah, just. You know, follow me on Twitter, both of us here, you know, Charleston and uh, Online ZHD. Actually, Charlie, your Twitter handle is Charleston, right? Charleston 10, yeah. I think it's Charleston 10, yeah. Yeah, so follow us on Twitter. Pretty much Twitter is everywhere where we have all our updates. And then obviously our Discord as well. We'll ping it announcements as well. So, yeah, just a little bit of housekeeping there before we get into what we normally start the podcast with, which is what we've been playing. So, Charlie, in the last week or so, what have you been playing gaming wise? Um, so I've played a decent chunk of stuff the past couple days. I've been really busy with work the rest of the week, um, but I had a few days off today and yesterday where I could actually catch up on some stuff. Um, the, the main thing I dove into this week, uh, was obviously Ghost of Shima. I, I played some more of that. Um, I haven't gotten around to beating the DLC just cause I have been spreading my time between other things, but I've pr- probably played about four or five hours of it now. I'm probably like halfway through the main story of that, but I've been going off doing the side stuff at the same time. So um, there's a decent chunk of stuff for me to still do in that. Um, So who knows when I'll get around to beating it because there is a lot I've been playing at the moment. Um, Other than that, the main thing I did play was uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite, which came out this week, uh, which is like the new third person, like cooperative shooter, kind of in the style of Left 4 Dead or World War Z but with like an alien spin on it. I was playing through that with a couple mates. Um, I've played, so they've played through the whole campaign. Um, I've played through like half of it. Um, so from what I've played, it's really fun. I was having a lot of fun with it. It's pretty basic, but just the idea of having a good game based in the aliens IP is quite nice. Um, just because there hasn't been anything. Well, this is the first aliens game in, like seven years at this point eight years since um colonial marines came out so it's nice to have a more action focused one uh unlike isolation so i've been having a bit of fun with that um and then today and yesterday i dove back into destiny 2 um just because obviously we got the announcement of the the new expansion coming early next year um and i've dove on and off of destiny multiple times i used to play it a lot and then kind of dropped off when beyond light came out i never played through that so i picked up beyond light for like 15 pounds whilst it's on sale at the moment um as well as like the current season so i played through beyond light uh yesterday and then today i was just kind of grinding to get to the like soft level cap so i'm now at the point where i can start doing like the weekly stuff to get like better gear and things um and i've actually been having a lot of fun it's really nice to go back to destiny um because there's a ton of stuff that obviously i haven't done over the past year that i haven't played it so there's a lot of content for me to dive into but all goes well then i've got people to play it with now because it is crossplay. so i played some today with some of my mates on xbox uh who i've never been able to play destiny with just because obviously didn't have crossplay until this season um so it's been nice to, to actually get to play with them and hopefully i'll keep playing destiny throughout the release of witch queen because that's what i'm kind of dove back in for like i'm really looking forward to that dlc so um yeah and then other than that i played a bit of the riders republic beta i've played a few hours of that here and there um and i also played a few matches of the called vanguard like alpha earlier today uh which seems pretty fun have you tried that out brandon i downloaded it but this morning i've been busy i haven't been able to play a match yet okay yeah i guess i might as well like briefly say what i think about it then like um 
it plays a lot like Modern Warfare, which I'm glad because I really enjoyed Modern Warfare. Um, but yeah, the the movement and gunplay is very similar to it, which makes sense. It's on the same engine, so it's using a lot of that those like mechanics and things from that game. Um, obviously, it's World War Two, but they take the same liberties as they did with cod world war ii a few years back like having attachments and stuff that they didn't really use that much in world war ii um it is just like the 2v2 type mode that you can play but it's in this weird battle royale-esque mode where uh you have i think it's like 16 teams of two uh that all take it in turns to fight um and you whittle down their lives throughout the game and you like upgrade your weapons and stuff but that it seems pretty fun from the few games i played and i definitely want to play more and when the beta comes out i'll probably play a decent amount to see what the actual multiplayer is like um but yeah i think that's about it i ended up playing a lot this week so <laughs> nice that's awesome uh, I've also been playing a decent amount, mainly Ghost of Tsushima. So I started that up, I want to say, it's either Saturday or Sunday of last week. And I decided to restart the game just for, like, a few reasons. One, obviously, I wanted to, like, just, you know, remind myself of what happened, right? Um, I don't like jumping into a game into, like, an already existing save and, like, having to remind myself what the controls are. Um, so I just decided to start a new game. That, and I also didn't really want to look up how to figure it out and... <laughs> So, um, yeah, I've been really enjoying that. I'm actually, like, I think I'm, like, eight hours into the game. I'm, like, making decent progress, which is bizarre for me. Uh, sadly, <laughs> I have, like, a week deadline now. I mean, I'll be able to still play at uni um, for sure, but I do want to, like, try to finish it as much as I can. But I know it's a long game, so that's just not going to be possible at this point. Um, yeah, I'm currently just loving it a lot. Uh, the thing about Ghost for me was that I really enjoyed the game, probably as much as I am enjoying the game right now, in that first act. And then by the time Act 2 came around, I just kind of got bored of it and tired of it. So hopefully that won't happen again. But so far, I'm loving it just like I did back at launch. It's just very satisfying to play, very fun, very different. Um, and then obviously, you know, the open world is just great to explore. Besides that, like Charlie said, a Riders Republic, I've been playing a few hours of that. It's honestly, it's impressed me. I was going in expecting it to be something where it's just not very fun to play or, you know, something that didn't look as good as the trailers. But honestly, like playing it, it's like very fun. It's like it plays just like the trailers, which is crazy. Like usually that doesn't happen for a lot of Ubisoft games for me. But this one like literally is as fun as it looks, if not even more fun. Um, yeah, it's just been awesome to play. I'm glad they extended the beta out. I'm glad they made it open for everyone. So I've seen a few more of my friends play it. Definitely recommend it before it goes out. Um, it's definitely been a big surprise for me. And I think I'm pretty much, I don't know if I'm sold on the whole buying it at launch thing. Cause Ubisoft games always go down in price like a month after, but I definitely want to pick it up probably by the end of the year for sure. And then besides that, that's been most of it. I've been making more progress on Danganronpa as usual. Um, and then Fortnite Imposters has been almost like a like a daily thing for me with my friend um, at nighttime. It's honestly really fun. Like I've never really gotten to Among Us. The funny, the most like hilarious thing is the fact that this thing is like an LTM, right? So most likely it will rotate out eventually, and it's just gonna convince me to go pick up Among Us, which is funny. So it's crazy. Obviously, it's like a phase, right? I doubt I'm gonna be like really heavily invested like a few weeks from now, but I'm definitely having a lot of fun fun with that game or mode with friends so definitely really cool there and then yeah just more spelunky you know have five minutes or so i'll beat that up and play a bit um, but yeah as i said it's mainly just been ghost of tsushima when i've had free time um chipping away at that and yeah loving it a lot so far so yeah very nice to see there i don't think i'm forgetting anything but i always feel like i am <laughs> Um, I guess Minecraft, yeah, I've been playing like an hour and a half of that today with some friends, just, you know, our private server where we just kind of build stuff, hang out. That's been cool. So, yeah. Anyways, we've had some cool releases this week. Um, the first one being No More Heroes 3. I have quite a few friends that have been picking this up. It's always funny with No More Heroes games because I always see people like either really love these games or it get absolutely trashed on. It's always like a game that have has people always having like really strong emotions for so yeah that's out on switch sadly it's like one of those few bizarre games that was you know the embargo dropped for it after it already re already released so that's always very scummy but um yeah as i said the reviews are very hit or miss right i've seen it go down until low as four from some outlets and as high as nine from other ones so yeah just once again um you know who you are if you enjoy those type of games right from suda um but yeah finally no more heroes 3 is out on switch for me personally, it's, I feel like I've seen this game like talked about for years now, so it's nice to ha have it finally out, you know. 
Do you have any thoughts on number heroes three? Or are you planning on picking it up, Charlie? Uh, I have actually got it ordered. It didn't show up today. Um, I think it comes tomorrow. Um, because I really enjoyed one and two back on the Wii. Um, I bought them again on Switch ages ago. That's one I have actually been been playing this week, and I completely forgot. But I've been replaying one. Um, just on my Switch. So when I'm on lunch at work, I can just chip away at it. Um, I don't know if I'll beat them again before i play through three but i at least want to try and run through um travis strikes back or travis strikes again whatever it's called um because i've got that on switch but i never played it um and i know that's meant to be quite important to the story um people were saying online so i should probably play through that um but i'll definitely be checking it out because i have ordered it so it should be showing up tomorrow i think very very cool and then yeah as charlie was talking about earlier aliens fire team elite is coming out or has come out um i think it actually came out today right did it come out today or did it come uh, out earlier it was in the week? tuesday tuesday okay geez my sense of time is just whack um <laughs> so that's out on pc ps4 ps5 xbox um family of consoles sadly i haven't really heard too much about it uh i've heard from like the very few things i've heard about it on twitter people are saying it's very underrated and fun uh so yeah, I'll definitely have to do my research and look into that because I am a fan of co-op games and definitely want to have something you know there before Back for Blood. So hey, maybe I'll pick it up. And then COD Vanguard, obviously, that dropped just today. Um, so I'll have thoughts on that for next week's episode. Riders Republic also is out now, so just another reminder to go check out that beta before it you know leaves the store. And then Destiny 2: Season of Lost, I believe, started on Tuesday. So you know, quite a big week. Usually we see things pick up near the end of August. Um, and then, you know, September seems to be pretty crazy as well. So I think probably this week kind of marks the end of the dead period of gaming because once we get out of this week, um, we're pretty much, you know, in the thick of, you know, September and releases will start to pick up here soon, shortly. So, yeah, speaking of gaming news and all that, Gamescom has happened this past week or so. And we've actually got quite a bit of cool gaming news to talk about. I honestly wasn't really expecting much from um, the opening night, opening night live, but it kind of, it had quite a bit of stuff to show. Um, we got things like Horizon finally has a release date. Halo finally has a release date. A new Saints Row game was announced. So I guess we'll just make our way slowly through these announcements and give our thoughts on them. So I guess we'll start with the big two with Halo and Horizon getting release dates. Um, obviously, these aren't like new game announcements, but these finally got dated, right? So Horizon, as we already knew, was delayed, right? Now we finally got an official confirmation from Sony that that is the case. And they gave us a new date of February 18th, 2022, which pretty much is like a week before um, it came out, you know, back in 2017. So stick into that February date. Halo finally has a release date. This one's December 8th, kind of later than I expected. I didn't expect a big Halo game to come out after Black Friday, but it's kind of obvious given the fact that they didn't have a date ready for it yet. And we honestly still, you know, have been hearing time after time from like Inside Scoops how this game still has kind of like a messy development process that, you know, it probably is very shocking in general that it even made this year as well. So, yeah. What do you think about both dates? I know Horizon was kind of to be expected, but what do you think about Halo in particular? Yeah, Horizon, obviously, like you said, to be expected. We'd heard recently that it had been delayed to next year. I'm glad it's not too far into the year. I think February is a, a good, well, I would say it's a good time period, but we now know that there is a lot coming out in February, so I don't know. Maybe it's going to be a bit crowded. Um, Halo, I understand why it's there for a multitude of reasons. One, obviously, they don't want to be in the middle of Battlefield and COD, right? Because they don't want to be another multiplayer shooter, even though it's free. So it's a little bit different. They don't want to, you know, be lost in the middle of that. Also, I feel like the campaign's just not ready, but they are refusing to delay it. If I was them, I would have just put the multiplayer out and delayed the campaign to next year. Did you see that on Steam? It's like marked as DLC for the campaign as well. Yeah, so if you buy it on Steam, it's just the campaign. It Like, it says it on there. And they're still charging full price, which is so weird to me. I get it because it's on Game Pass, but I'm like, it's just a campaign. Like, you're not buying anything else, right? Like, I don't know. It's, it seems quite expensive for what it is when Halo, normally you would be paying for that full package. So I, I don't know. It's a weird one. Um, but yeah, the, the date, I, I think, is more just the campaign. They're trying to, like, launch it as late as they possibly can because they are in the the midst of trying to polish it up but i don't know we'll see where it's at when it comes out but i think it's gonna be tough on the devs to be honest um and i think it is just xbox wanted to hit that holiday date so that they can sell more consoles when they have them and start shipping halo out and say hey we've got this big new shooter out with our console 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I hope it's really good when it comes out, but I just have this suspicion that something's going to go bad <laughs> on that launch day. Whether it's the campaign or multiplayer, something's going to mess up. Um, but at least it's out this year. There's that, I guess. Makes you think, like, what state would the game have been in if it launched with the Xbox Series X way oh. back to last year? That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild, man. Uh, yeah, like you, I definitely... It's a weird position that they're in right now because it seems like from everything that we've seen, the multiplayer seems to be in a good state, right? But the campaign and the other things around it just seem to be, you know, still needing work. So yeah, if I was them, I don't know. It's kind of a tough situation because you kind of want to hit that holiday market, right? It's a Halo game. But at the same time, if it's not ready, it's not ready. Um, yeah, multiplayer will be in a good state, hopefully, based on everything we've been seeing with like the test, right? But yeah, I don't currently have much faith in the campaign based on the stuff that we've been seeing we haven't really even seen the campaign in a while so we don't really have anything to believe that it's been changed until they give us you know that stuff so it'll be interesting at least we have a date right so it's bizarre that we had a date for starfield but not a date for halo uh so at least that's changed and yeah Probably the most exciting announcement there was the way they started off the show. Saints Row finally has a new game coming in. And it looks kind of like a new reboot. It's just like a new title. Like they're stripping away from like the numbers, right? Just starting over again. Um, just Saints Row. Um, a few things surprised me here. Just one, the art style. The art style looks kind of cartoonish. I'm not one of those people that are currently hating on the game online. I think the art style is kind of cool in my opinion. Um, Definitely has like a really cool look where the city is. It pretty much it looks like a standard like California city in the like in a dystopian future, right? Um, kind of similar to cyberpunk if you have like less futuristic um, elements at play. And then the other thing that was surprised me is the date. So yeah, this thing is coming out in February, which is a crazy turnaround. The fact that you're announcing this game in late August and it's already coming out here in February is crazy. Um, but yeah, very, you know, exciting stuff. I've always been a fan of the St. Rose game. It's games I've never really finished them. I played through quite a bit of three and four, never finished either of those, just messed around with friends, played like a dozen hours of both of those games. And yeah, just can't wait for this new one. So what'd you think about the direction that Saints Row is going in? I think it looks interesting. I've never been like a massive Saints Row fan. I, I played through Saints Row the third. I never played four or like the extra DLC things they did for that um but i thought it looked interesting it's not one i'll be picking up at launch just because it's coming in the middle of everything else and I, it's true. not a game that i can say for certain i'm really gonna enjoy um straight away so it'll probably be one i wait and pick up when it's cheap if it's good um but i like it looked promising but i just don't i'm not excited about it just because i know four wasn't meant to be that great and i know the dlc wasn't that great and then they did the agents of mayhem that wasn't very good so i don't know volition hasn't had a a great track record as of late so um we'll see it looked interesting and i'm interested to see more game like actual just gameplay footage um like an actual demo um but it it looked pretty promising from what they showed yeah other details i believe it has like a character creator which is uh something i believe the other games had as well although somehow i can't remember that and then the full game is playable in co-op from start to finish so that's also very exciting um yeah the thing i liked about saints row is the fact that it wasn't one of those open world games where like if you wanted to do story content you had to play by yourself um like literally the game doesn't really change if you add more players like your friends list in you're pretty much just doing that same content just with them so it's always kind of nice to have that um yeah like you it's like i'm i'll probably pick this game up just because their past track record for like the last few games hasn't been good but the way that they're going and approaching this one does interest me just like the setting the way the game looked the few snippets of gameplay that we did see does definitely seem like it's going back to like not its roots but more of like a core saints row game than going outlandish i wasn't really a big fan of the superhero one they did with four um so yeah i hope that it's good it's also nice to know that saints row 3 actually right now is free on epic game store so if you've never really tried the series you could try it out right now for free on pc so very cool there um but yeah the main thing like you said is just the date right we have like horizon and so many more things coming out in february that it's going to be hard to kind of compete right during that time for me right now i'm definitely sifu and pretty much horizon of the two games i want to you know focus on for sure but even those two games are like four days apart so it's going to be tough even with just those two games in general so 
Yeah, can't imagine those games won't get delayed, right? I imagine all of them just didn't know they were picking February, right? So we're just going to see a bunch of games get delayed. If you ask me, I think Seafood probably will get pushed to March or something. And then we'll see Horizon will probably stay its footing just because that is the biggest game. And it will sell no matter what. Um, but yeah, definitely those games are moving. <laughs> Anyways, uh, some other highlight games were Dokev. So this one looked really interesting. I actually don't know how to pronounce this game, if it's Dokev or Dokev. It's essentially, um, I believe, being developed by like a South Korean studio. Um, which is pretty cool. It, essentially, it's hard to describe because the trailer was really random. The best way I've seen it described is it's pretty much a game that essentially is what Pokemon should be right now, and that's what a lot of that's like what a lot of people online are pretty much putting it as. It's like essentially take Pokemon and like what you thought you would want from the series in like ten years from now, and that's essentially what it is, right? Um, it's hard to describe what it is because it's just a bunch of kids running around fighting um, these creatures. It almost just looks like you're in like a kind of like a kid's imagination right um environments look really cool the frame rate sadly was all over the place in that gameplay demo so i think like the concepts look really good in terms of how the game looks and how creative it is but one the frame rate was all over the place and two um the gameplay looked kind of interesting to me like it didn't look very fun but obviously it's really hard to judge that unless you're playing it yourself um, but yeah, nonetheless, that's definitely been a highlight from Gamescom for a lot of people. The game definitely looks really creative and looks very refreshing and new. Um, what did you think about the game, Charlie? Yeah, I thought it looks pretty interesting. I mean, the, the first thing that stands out to everyone that I think saw it was just how graphically insane it, it looked like it beautifully, like everything about it is just really good. Um, but it's being developed by the guys who did Black Desert Online, uh, so it kind of makes sense because that game also visually looks really good. Um, what's interesting about that is obviously they, they sold Black Desert Online to like another developer. And then they last year they announced that uh, single player like RPG thing at Game Awards that looked really good. Um, and apparently this was announced like a few years back. It's like an MMO, but now it's a single player like action adventure game. So I don't really know what's going on with the the studio because when I started looking stuff up about it, it seemed kind of weird. Um, so clearly it's had like a big change in development. I don't know because I know they delayed that other game that they announced was apparently going to be this year, but that got delayed. Um, so I don't know if this is their main focus or not, but it looked really interesting. Um, as someone who's not a massive Pokemon fan, I thought it looked pretty cool. So I'll, I'm definitely going to keep my eye on it for sure. That is true. That I remember that game exactly what you're talking about, like that um, game that looked really good that had like a lot of gameplay back at the Game Wars that was shown off. It's crazy yeah. that they're making both of those. Uh, yeah, hopefully the games come out and they looked really and they play really well, right? Um, but so far they're like two for two in terms of trailers, at least um, that have impressed me. So yeah, pretty much all my thoughts there. It's really hard to talk about this game just because it is all over the place. Um, yeah, all I can say is it looks really creative and cool. Hope to see more. Anyway, Midnight Suns was announced, so this game is essentially Marvel meets XCOM according to the leaks. Um, the trailer was very vague. Um, you wouldn't really, couldn't really tell what genre of game this was if you just judged it by the trailers as a cinematic. Um, I think they said that gameplay is coming early September, right? I forgot first the specific date. So first of September, so next week's perfect. Um, yeah, Midnight Suns, it looks really cool. Um, but yeah, this is a cinematic trailer. I think the biggest thing here is the fact that the game's just coming out soon. I think they said March 2022, so definitely one of those games you don't have to wait long for. You always like to see when, you know, games get announced, you know, like within six months of the release date. So very cool to see that there. But yeah, we'll just have more thoughts on it next week. It's nice to have this officially confirmed. Do you have anything else you wanted to add, Charlie, or anything else you know about it? Uh, yeah, I thought it looks pretty cool. Uh, I think they've said basically gameplay-wise, it's like a, a turn-based um, RPG, kind of like you would okay. expect from the guys who made XCOM. Uh, yeah. But they said it is more RPG than those other games. So you are making your own character who is in the trailer, the one they like resurrect. So it's like a new character for this game uh, that they wrote with Marvel. And then you're building a team with the other heroes, so like Iron Man and like Captain America and those kind of people. They haven't said like how many of those characters there are, but there seem to be a decent chunk. So uh, I would imagine there's going to be a large roster that you can choose from. Um, but they said with like the RPG stuff, you'll be able to like choose who you like want to befriend and stuff. So there'll oh, be cool. different choices, I guess, you make in the story and things. Um, but I'm a big fan of XCOM and those kind of games, and I love Marvel, so I'm really excited to see how this turns out. It looks really promising, so hopefully the gameplay will look pretty good next week. 
Yeah, I'm pretty much right there with you. It's like one of those games where it's all about the gameplay, right? So really next week will pretty much tell us all about it, um, which will be nice. Um, yeah, definitely everything we're hearing about it, though, definitely has me interested. And yeah, I'm excited that it's not that far away as well. Anyways, a particular prediction that Charlie had that ended up becoming um, true was the fact that Skywalker Saga showed up. It's funny, I think we recorded this last week on Thursday, and then like the next day, or even like an hour later, I think. Um, no, it was the next day. They pretty much announced yeah, that they were going to show off more Lego Skywalker, uh, more Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker, Skywalker Saga there. And yeah, nonetheless, we got a new trailer for it. I haven't seen a single person online that has been disappointed by this game. It looks really good, honestly. It looks like... Like, Lego games have never been bad games. They've always been solid. I don't think I can list a single one that has been bad. Um, But they've never really been to the caliber that this game, at least, is looking so far. It looks pretty much AAA-ish, almost like it's going for, like, some serious big-budget AAA adventure, right? Obviously, this game is going to consist of the nine, you know, movies, right? Taking, um, I think, Charlie, it's not like a, it's not a collection of the past ones. They're kind of, like, redoing the past games, right? And kind of just incorporating it into, like, a new trilogy. complete remakes. I mean, if if you look at the footage, it's pretty clear they're changing a lot. I mean, like... The one thing, because I, I, when they showed other trailers, I thought it looked odd. But watching this, it's clear they've, it's very different to the other games, and that the camera is like completely different. Like it's the basically an so over-the-shoulder, like third-person view, which is not what the Lego games normally are. They're kind of like that off-the-screen camera, because obviously it's they're designed for like co-op. So I don't know how this is gonna work compared to the other games. I feel like gameplay-wise, it's probably gonna be quite different. Sure, you're gonna be going through levels and hitting stuff and collecting coins and stuff. Um, but I, I'm really excited. I mean, I was excited for it anyway, but I, yeah, I have a lot of hope for this game. Um, I think the only thing that put me off is I know they've been doing voice acting in the newer games, but I don't like that they're doing voice acting, but they're not even using the actors. That that bothers me. So, like, Luke's talking in the trailer, but it sounds nothing like Mark Hamill. Luke was the um, one voice in that trailer that threw me off because it didn't sound like, at all yeah. like Luke, pretty much. Because you don't really hear many voices in the trailer. I think you hear Luke um, and you hear Yoda. But the thing is, there's loads of people that can do a good Yoda voice, but not so much for Luke. Um, but that was, like, older Luke, so maybe the one they use for, like, the original trilogy, maybe that'll sound decent. Um, but I was always a fan of the older games where they didn't have voices and they just kind of made noises and stuff, um, which I think most people who like the Lego games preferred them when they did that. Um, but overall, I'm still very excited. I do hope that they end up doing DLC where you can play through, like, some of the other movies, like Rogue One or some of the story arcs from, like, Clone Wars or something. I remember back when it was first announced, I said to my mates that, oh, the game's going to be coming out when the final season of Clone Wars is coming out, so obviously they're going to have stuff to do with that, but uh, the game got delayed multiple times, so so I don't really know anymore what their plan is for DLC. I think they've just said they're going to do, like, uh, character packs, so I don't even know if they were ever planning to do levels with Mandalorian and stuff, because back when they first announced it, it was, like, set up so perfectly that they could have packs based on all the shows and stuff. But because of obviously all the delays, I don't really know what they're planning to do now. But overall, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it hits spring next year, but I don't know, man. I I said when, when I did the prediction last week, I said just 2022. But they put spring there, and that's what they said last year at Gamescom. So who knows? That um, sucks. Because, yeah. yeah, this is the first time we've seen anything of the game in a year. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't hear anything till spring and then it gets delayed again. <laughs> so we'll Gee, see. That, that's uh, at least the game looks good though. It's like obvious why it's been yeah. delayed. Like it looks like they're putting everything into that game, which is crazy for like a Lego game, right? But yeah, it looks great. Um, definitely, you know, surpassed my expectations at least. Anyway, there's a few games left here I wanted to talk about. We'll first talk about Sifu. So yeah, Sifu, honestly, kind of similar where um, it's a game that pretty much whenever I hear talked about, like no one's really talking anything bad about it. Everything about it is just positive and has impressed people ever since we saw it first at that state of play. Finally, we got to see the game again and got some more gameplay, which looked really nice. And then we got a new trailer or we got a new uh, release date rather. Um, so yeah, the release date, I'll start off with that February 22nd. So yeah, you can see why February is already looking really crowded, right? It's crazy. Um, 
I don't think the trailer really revealed anything too, you know, too revealing in terms of like elements that we've seen last time with like the age that was in other trailers. Um, this was essentially just an updated trailer to say, hey, you know, we're a game coming out next year. Here's our new release date and here's some more gameplay. So anything you want to talk about there, Charlie? I know you're pretty much already been sold since the first, you know, revealing of the game. Yeah, like I just want the game. Like it's yeah. it's crazy that like it was meant. To, I mean, it probably was meant to be out at this point. Um, back when they announced a, a 2021 date. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I just like every time they show it, I'm just like, yeah, I'm sold even more. Uh, the the only thing that put me off a bit is they have got pre-orders up now, and it's more expensive than I thought it would be. It's like I think forty dollars um for the game. And then it's like fifty if you want like the deluxe edition, you get like early access to the game. And I was like, okay, I don't know about that one. Um, so it seems pretty pricey for what it is, because I I didn't think it's I don't think it's going to be that long, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's going to be pretty lengthy. But I just assumed it was going to be like a couple hours long, to be honest. So I didn't think it was going to be super expensive. But um, yeah, that's the only thing that I'm a bit like concerned about because i'm like do i really want to spend that much if it's not going to be that long because obviously it's not like absolver where it's like this big online thing where you're you know grinding for gear and fighting in pvp and stuff it is just a a single player campaign that doesn't sound like it's too lengthy but i guess we'll see yeah and then i just wanted to go through a few more updates that were revealed at the show so the big one there that you probably saw memed about online is the fact that morgana is joining super monkey ball banana mania just funny (laughs) chef also tweeted out and got the gender wrong for morgana which stirred up a lot of memes which is kind of funny (laughs) uh yeah that was very funny online so definitely really cool to see that collaboration there um both games obviously published by sega so it makes sense uh yeah Jet is also another game that got a release date, so this one particular has been interested. Um, I've been interested personally since we saw it back at the thing June showcase for the PS5. Um, so that's coming out sooner than I thought, October fifth. That's crazy. Like I didn't expect this game to hit this year, um, just because yeah we haven't really seen much of it in a while, at least you know with the release date wise. And yeah, surprise, it's coming out here in like literally a little over a month, which is wild. Um, I'll probably personally pick it up. I don't think there's anything out in the early October time frame at the moment that I think I'm picking up. So probably take that, you know, give it a chance. Uh, New World, that Amazon MMO game is also getting like an open beta. I think the game in general is just coming out really soon. So another update there. They showed off another gameplay slice of Call of Duty with the campaign, which personally has like, I don't know, it has a lot of weird elements to me, but I also think the campaign just looks really good in general. Um, Yeah, just... The only thing I don't like about this year's Call of Duty is the setting, right? Like, it looks super generic. I've already played World War II so many times. But the game in general just looks really fun to play. Um, So I'll just wait and see about that. And then I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got, like, another update on that game. I don't think they said a trailer, though. I think they just said still coming out next year. Um, But some pretty cool updates. It was meant to be this year. So that's the one thing I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, I was looking forward to that one. Yeah, ultimately, I'm pretty surprised by the showcase. I remember last year, like, the only thing that I really came out of that show was, like, Ratchet & Clank's new gameplay demo. Uh, but this show, they, like, stepped it up quite a bit. We got, like, new game announcements. We got two of the biggest first-party games, Halo and Horizon, from each publisher, right? Uh, getting a new release date. And then also, we got some pretty cool trailers for some games coming out next year. So I'm very surprised. This, in my opinion, was way better than that opening show, which is crazy, because I had higher expectations for that May show or june show actually um but it turns out this one was bigger um which i was surprised by so definitely really really cool there uh i'll definitely you know give it (laughs) more respect next year when we make predictions because yeah i'm pretty surprised what you think charlie overall i thought it was decent i saw a lot of people saying it was like really really good i personally thought it like lagged a bit in that second half um, I thought half, it started yeah. off really strong, but the problem is it was two at like just over two hours long. Um, I feel like there was maybe some stuff in that second half you could have cut out. There was a few mobile games in there in that second half, and I was like, Jeff, you know that nobody cares about this, so why are you including it? Like, I don't know. Je- you expect Jeff would know his audience from doing game awards for so long, um, 
there's certain things he included, and I'm just like, why is this here? Do you think like Gamescom you... forces him to put some stuff there? Like, I, I'm not sure I how much like liberty he has. I feel like maybe there's, like, sponsors or something, right? Like, there was yeah. that new... There was that one mobile game that looked game. really bad, and I was like, there's surely no way that this made it in without, you know, some money being yeah. involved, essentially. And obviously, they but do yeah. those. They did those cutaways really. to the weird Gamescom. Yeah, overall, games, I was impressed, personally. But, on, yeah, it's, but... A, it's pretty much all Jeff shows. Like, they have you can have some heavy hitters in there, but there's almost always, like, a segment of the show where it just drags on for like half an hour at a time where there's just games you don't really care about um it's tricky obviously because you know you don't want to piss people off by not including their game and you want to still focus on some of the little guys right and keep like your good relationships there but uh yeah at the same time you kind of sacrifice your show at the same time so it's like a thin line to walk on um actually there was one other game that was also shown off there it was made by one guy do you know the name of the game i'm gonna look yeah so it's midnight fight express Okay, yeah, so, yeah, if you want to talk about yeah, it. Mm-hmm. It looked really promising. Like, the animations and stuff looked really cool. Um, it's very Hotline Miami-esque is the vibe I got from it. Um, but it's, yeah, like, looking at the Steam page, it's like you're playing as multiple different people across loads of different handcrafted levels, so it is going to be like a campaign. There was a lot of nods to different movies and games and stuff in here. So I imagine the levels are definitely going to be very reminiscent of different action films, whether that's John Wick. Um, they also had like the Modern Warfare Two, no Russian mission, uh, yeah. like referenced in there. So like, yeah, it looked really promising, especially from one guy. Um, it's been in development for a while because I think they showed it off last year at like E3 or something. Um, but yeah, no, it looked really cool. I hadn't heard of it before, so. Yeah, I didn't hear about it either, but I'm definitely very surprised. Like, even, like, the music, the animations, the gameplay, it looked really good. And the fact that one guy did all that is crazy. I don't even know yeah. if he contracted anything, because that's completely plausible. But I think it's just him. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that's wild. And the fact that this game, if he marketed it, you know, markets it right, like, I currently see a lot of interest online. Like, the fact that all that revenue would be coming to him or his publisher is crazy. Like, yeah, hats off to him. That definitely looks really good, especially for one person. Uh, it's always like inspiring to see one individual be able to create such a project like that. Um, but yeah. Anyways, I guess we'll move on. That was pretty much the highlights of Gamescom. Definitely really happy with that. Um, some cool, you know, cool announcements there. And yeah. Anyways, before Gamescom happened earlier this week, we had a little of a Destiny showcase um, actually on Tuesday morning. Um, kind of outlined the future plans for Destiny. I actually am not really that big on Destiny. I saw they announced like. Um, some new footage for the new expansion, but Charlie, I, since you've been playing that, I'm sure you watched the showcase and all that, so if you wanted to explain everything going on in the Destiny universe, here's your chance. Yeah, I mean, uh, Witch Queen is obviously the latest like expansion for Destiny. Um, it is coming early next year rather than later in the year. Normally they do come out around this sort of time, like September, October. Uh, they did delay it like at the start of the year just so that they had a f- bit more time to polish it up um after there was i think it was a pretty lackluster launch with beyond light so i think they were trying to avoid that this time um but like your typical destiny expansion you're going to be getting like a new campaign they did say they're having a much bigger focus on the campaign this time which yeah, I, heard that. I hope is true just because they have for me personally they haven't done a good campaign since they left activision forsaken was great um but i was really let down with shadow keep um and then beyond light i played this week and i didn't think it was anything too special um but they were saying like if you're fans of like old halo campaigns or doom or god of war then this is for you and i was like that those are some big big, games yeah (laughs) i saw that too that's 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 a big like promise that you're holding up there but to be honest the the biggest problem i think those campaigns had is not having enough content there like they're over before they get going like you'll get to the end of the campaign it's you want to keep playing but that's where it ends so i do hope it is lengthy as well as having some cool missions and stuff um so that's one of the big things obviously there's going to be a new location uh there's new enemy types as well because they've got their own like versions of the ghosts now so there's some enemies that are going to have like supers and stuff which would be okay. quite interesting um they're adding like a new weapon type uh which is a new melee weapon called the glaive uh which also has like some longer range like capabilities but it is their first first person melee weapon uh normally in destiny it goes into like third person when you've got melee but this one's first so it's like 
fully animated and stuff it looks really cool um but interestingly that with that they are adding like weapon crafting so the only way you'll be able to get this weapon is by crafting it uh with materials and stuff rather than like buying it or finding it on the ground and they said they're going to be making all the new weapons craftable and then they'll be adding some of the older weapons um in this new crafting system which they haven't really showed off yet um so hopefully they'll talk more about that soon uh, alongside that there'll obviously be like a new raid um new like strikes that kind of thing um and then throughout the year they're going to be doing some more dungeons uh alongside it they did also announce in december there's like an anniversary pack coming out which is going to have a new dungeon and then some like new armor sets um based on like their older games so i think there's like armor sets with like references to halo there was also a leak that there is apparently going to be some kind of halo mission in destiny um where you're going to go to a halo ring but i don't know how true that is that was coming from like a big destiny leaker uh they got some stuff right so if that is a thing that's a big deal if you're going to be able to do all that like in destiny obviously they don't own the ip anymore and being able to do that on like playstation and stuff would be very interesting um but yeah so that seems like it might be happening in december um and then obviously at the moment they've just started like the final season of beyond light before the new one comes out but overall it looks really promising but i feel like i say that every year when they show off a new expansion so i haven't pre-ordered it because i'm a wait and i'll see where i'm at with destiny in a few months time um and sort of hold off but if i'm still playing it come december when that anniversary stuff comes out then i'll probably think about picking it up but it does look really interesting i hope it's good um this is kind of like the start of the the end of the the main story of destiny they've got two more expansions after this as part of their 10 year long plan um but it's not like the end of destiny they've said they're going to keep going after that but this is like leading up to the final bit of the story now so yeah i'm i'm really excited for it i just hope it sticks to the landing because the past two haven't so yeah yeah uh based on everything i saw it looks interesting but personally not really into the destiny space essentially whenever like a new expansion comes out i'll come back for like another 20 hours i think i came back and played like 20 hours of the game again when shadow keep dropped like almost two years ago um which i personally liked but i mainly just played the campaign and i did like some of the quote-unquote like end ish activities for a few hours and then just got bored of doing the same thing over and over again um obviously the gameplay loop of destiny is very fun that's what mainly keeps a lot of people you know playing right like you can do these you know tasks over and over again because the shooting just feels really good that's the main reason i played so many hours of it originally at launch um I don't see myself coming back. Is this one of those games where I just am completely lost? Like the fact that, I'm, like, I'm sure I'll be able to come back and just play through the campaign of Witch Queen whenever that does drop, um, February of next year. Um, but yeah, like everything else, like if I do buy it, it'll just be for the campaign. This is one of those games where, I, like, as it is, it's hard to play like my linear game. So I'm not gonna like get into Destiny of all things right now. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it when I did play Destiny back in the day, but. I don't think I'm going to be coming back to it anytime soon. Um, you know, never say never, but I don't think, at least with this expansion, they'll get me back in. But happy for everyone that's playing Destiny. I'm seeing people happy about it, so that's cool. I feel like I haven't really heard from those people in, like, ages, so it seemed like a big week for them. Uh, but, yeah, just personally not my game, really. And, yeah. Anyways, a small news story that came out this week was the fact that Bravely Default 2 is actually coming out on PC, specifically Steam, on September the 2nd. So, you know, very cool stuff there. Bravely Default 2 is a game that I've always been somewhat interested in, uh, just because it is one of those turn-based games that I personally enjoy playing. Just, I don't really play my Switch much, so I haven't picked it up yet. Maybe I'll pick it up on PC now that it's coming over there, but uh, yeah, who knows? I have had, like, a few co-workers that have played it, that stand by and say it's great so i'll definitely have, a, have to give it a shot at some point i imagine i won't pick it up for a while just because i have a lot of games to play as it is but very cool announcement there i like to see a lot of those switch games come over to pc i think we got the same thing that happened with uh project octopath so nice to see anyways a very surprising news story that came out this morning was the fact that elden ring 
had some new information, which is crazy. That didn't happen at an event. And um, yeah, specifically, this is about previews for the game. Press were shown about 15 to 16 minutes of raw footage, but obviously they couldn't play it. They were just shown it from um, by From Software. They were able to kind of like discuss what they saw there and their thoughts on it. Um, so like a hands-off preview, I guess you could say. Um, I personally haven't really been looking into it much just because of timing, but I also don't really want to know more about the game in general. I have a few friends that are obviously into the From Software games like me, and they've kind of told me some of the stuff that they, you know, saw in there, or like, you know, some of the areas they focus on, and I don't really know if I want to know more about it, so I'm kind of sticking away personally, but I've only heard good things, and that's obviously really exciting. Obviously, From Software, I trust them. <laughs> like, I platinum like almost three or four of their games. Like, I love their their work, so I'm definitely going to be their day one. It's been probably, it's probably my most anticipated game right now, I'd say, probably, even like above God of War, which is <laughs> crazy. Um, so yeah, I can't wait, but I also in a way can wait cause I don't want to see any more of these previews. So Charlie, did you see any of the, um, new kind of information? I did see the screenshots, which look really cool, but did you hear about the details or anything in particular you want to talk about? Uh, I haven't watched any of the previews myself, mainly, well, half like the same thing as you, right? Like I don't really want to see too much uh, at the same time. I kind of just want to wait until they show like a gameplay demo, um, because I, I wasn't really like, interested in just watching a video of some guys telling me what they saw. Like, I was just like, I'd rather just wait until I can see it myself. Uh, the screenshots looked really cool. Um, some of the info about how the open world works and how it's more reminiscent of, say, a Breath of the Wild than it is, you know, Assassin's Creed. Um, it is more exploring rather than, you know, going here and unlocking a tower and killing a camp of enemies and that kind of thing. Uh, so that sounds promising. I did see a really weird bit of info that, like, uh, all the lore dialogue is all being written by, is it Miyazaki? Miyazaki, that and that's why the game's yeah. coming out soon. Rather, rather than uh, yeah. George R. R. Martin, which I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like, there's no way they would have paid him to do all of that, because that would have cost them an absolute fortune. Um but yeah, no, it, it sounds interesting. Uh, I enjoy the FromSoft games. Um, I still need to go back and complete Sekiro. I never did. Um, same with Demon Souls, to be fair. I need to, oh, really? need to go back to that. Gotta go back on both uh, You're near the end of yeah, Demon Souls as well. I don't think I was. With, I had a lot to go with Demon Souls. Um, oh, yeah, but Sekiro, I was, I was near the end from what I remember. Um but yeah, no, I, I'm definitely lo looking forward to it. I will probably pick it up when it comes out. It comes out like a week before my birthday, so I'll probably just buy it for my birthday or something. Um, but no, it it looks interesting. I'm excited to actually see some gameplay, um, but overall, I'm, I'm definitely interested in it. Yeah, so definitely a big, nice surprise there. It's crazy to think that this game's like literally like four months away almost. Uh, so very exciting stuff there. Um, yeah, January games are always great. It's like not many games come out in January, but we've seen like a lot, at least a lot of the Japanese developers like Capcom and uh, from software lately been, you know, going into those time frames. So you'd love to see it. Anyways, a very small last story we have here is just an update on the Activision Overwatch team. Essentially, they decided to name, rename um, McCree, obviously one of the more famous. Uh, what would you call them? You don't call them agents, but I guess they're called Overwatch. Aren't they called Overwatch? What the fuck are they called in Overwatch? I don't know, just characters. <laughs> characters, yeah, like yeah, one of the playable characters, right? So I didn't know this, but apparently McCree was named after a developer there, and he was one of the developers that was um, pretty much fired for allegations against him, I believe. So uh, yeah, they decided to rename him. They also mentioned in that like in that little statement that going forward they're not going to name Overwatch anything like after anything in real life, just because of these situations, um, and they wanted to be you know, purely fictional, which I think is a smart decision. Um, I personally don't really have an opinion on whether or not they should have changed it or not. I think it makes sense, obviously, given the fact that, you know, correlates to a guy that did some horrible shit, apparently. Um, but yeah, at the same time, uh, I know some people will find it annoying that they're changing things. I personally probably would say in the camp that I agree with it. Um, but also a very weird, um, thing if you're like a big fan of the game i imagine if you're like heavily invested in the lore of overwatch this is upsetting to you um it's also really weird that i i know a lot of people think that they're trying to justify this shit because like i think literally like hours before this announcement was made there was like a report that apparently activision hr's team were like shredding those like complaints of like sexual harassment 
which is obviously done in an attempt to, you know, cover up in this lawsuit that's going on with California. So very shitty there. Um, yeah, I personally don't care about Activision Blizzard one bit, so I'm not going to be giving them my money. Um, but what do you think about the story, Charlie? Yeah, it's it's a weird one. Like, I get it, but then also at the same time, it's like, where are their priorities? <laughs> like, yeah. if this is, you know, out of all the allegations... It's like a like, public oh, move. We should probably rename that one character that, you know, 99% of our player base does not realize is named after, you know, an, an abuser. Um, so I... I get it, but also at the same time, I feel like there's much bigger problems at that company than naming characters. Um, so I think it kind of sucks that this is the first. It seems real like it's a public move. They're taking like a move to look good in the public's eye. Or yeah, something it's like just that. it. It's really weird. Um, I don't know if it's just them trying to keep on top of all the, like you said, negative press and stuff. Like obviously the the documents being destroyed and stuff, which we don't know if that's true, but that was an accusation from the California government, so they must know something uh, pretty bad that, w- that we don't when it comes to that stuff. But overall, yeah, it's, it's a really shitty situation. Um, it sucks. Uh, but yeah, they will, won't be getting my money or anything, so yeah. I'll, I'm, not, I'm not like... I don't care that much about Overwatch anyway, but I certainly don't care about Overwatch 2 these days. So, um, yeah. What a shitty situation you're in if you care about Overwatch, because, yeah, like, especially even, like, being a developer. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, just sad to see. It's crazy, though. Hopefully justice will end up, you know, happening in one way or another, that they'll be held accountable or something would happen in that lawsuit or just in general. Uh, yeah, as I said, I don't even care for their games in general, so it's not like I'm going to be changing my behavior, but I won't be giving them money anyway, so, yeah, just spreading knowledge and information and, you know, informing people is always the best, right, so they can make their own decisions about what they want to support, so that's always been my belief, uh, but yeah, I definitely agree with everything you said, Charlie, I definitely think they have their priorities in the wrong place, like, especially with that new story of, you know, obviously it's only, like, a report, so it's not necessarily true, but... They definitely have some other areas they could work on, in my opinion, before you rename a character, because that doesn't really do anything and help. It doesn't really help the people that were affected and that were, you know, traumatized based on the actions that certain employees did in their company. Uh, renaming a character doesn't do anything. It does not, as you said, like 99% of the player base doesn't know that it's named after an abuser. So, you know, you got to have your priorities and the things that actually make tangible, uh, you know, effects. And yeah, that's just certainly not one of them, right? So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I imagine Activision Blizzard is going to be... I don't know when this stuff will ever go away. I hope it doesn't, because <laughs> obviously you don't want these things to be forgotten. You want some action to be taking place um, because of the things that have happened in that company and we're able to get away with. Um, but yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Anyways, people, that has been it for episode 39 of Critically Incorrect. Nice little long episode. Uh, definitely happy that Gamescom came in with the gaming news this week. A lot of cool <laughs> stuff that we got, were able to talk about. And then hopefully one of these days we get a state of play. Like, we're literally coming into September. Sony did say they would have more news later in the summer. Hopefully they didn't just mean that Horizon really state. <laughs> but, yeah, let's hope we get a state of play at some point or another. Um, and we get some more stuff to talk about on the PlayStation side of things or just things in general. So, yeah, thanks for joining me again, Charlie, this week. And for everyone watching and listening, we'll see you next week for Episode 40. Take care. See you later.